Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Kara, Jay, you did it! Congratulations! We did it! We did! I got to I got to destroy a bunch of things, so I'm very happy. <laughs> yes. Oh, well I done. I feel like we I feel like we kind of cruised through that, maybe. Oh, you did great. Look, I, I think a recording got fairly long, but I was just saying to Danny, like, the actual room solving just smashed through it. We just oh, took yeah, a lot you... of breaks to have tangents and chat and hang out, which was lovely. It was great. But uh, in terms of, like, the room, yeah, there were no problem moments. This room is largely, it, there aren't many puzzles or anything. There are only really four challenges in this room. It's not a very mm. long one, but a good amount of the challenge at the start and the end is getting in the same headspace as me, getting on the same wavelength mm. about what stupid solution is the correct one here. And you two had no problem with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that for the compliment that I think it was meant to be. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, my, my, my big thing when we started was just trying to figure out what step one was inevitably going to be, you know, because we're looking in this one room, uh, you mentioned this, this offshoot in the, in the great area, and then didn't go into detail on that. There was this big narrative at the beginning. Uh, so I wasn't really sure. I, I don't even know if it was step one, like what, like what step zero was there at first until Kara just started rifling off. Can we see this? Can we see this? Can we see this? And we ran out of things to two, uh, other than move into that other room. And that's kind of when the ball started rolling. This is, I, I think a side effect of how I've been traumatized by the film reroll, that <laughs> I have such terrible luck with rolling dice and trying to like ever have a plan or idea that I try and delay that portion as long <laughs> as possible in the hopes that like just in the course of looking around the room, something will just shake loose and I never have to get involved. Well, honestly, for these kinds of uh, escape rooms that we do, like that's usually the best thing to do. Some, some of the stuff that can catch people up is when they find one third of a puzzle and then they go, stop everything. I've got to sit here and stare at this for 25 minutes trying to figure out exactly how to solve it. And you're thinking, hey, there's a there's a chart on the wall that you need and you haven't looked at the wall chart <laughs> right? yet. Please keep looking. I thought that's where we were going to be with the poster puzzle, with the, mm. the transposition cipher, because we had, well, eight or nine letters, depending on how you want to count them, but we didn't have everything. So I'm in my head, I'm thinking, one, Maybe I've done enough puzzle hunts. Maybe I've done enough crosswords that I can, you know, brute force this. And mm. I don't know if that's the intended solution or not, but damn it, I'm going to try. Uh, <laughs> or two, am I missing the forest for the trees? And if I just look on the back of the poster, there's, you know, a, a, a whole substitution <laughs> mm. cipher just waiting for us. And we never got to that step two. Yes. And, and that was an interesting one because like I, I had the same sort of uh, thought when I was playtesting this, right? It's like, oh, I've got this long message. Could I just like figure it out you know you like you see double letters or you see mm -hmm. words that all end with the same sort of letter there are you think lots that could of be three letter e, words to throw you know, you. three letter words all that sort of stuff where you can start to be like, you know like we, there's a k by itself right in the line one man with a hat k is a and you know straight away that k is going to have to be a or, a or i, I probably because there's only two one letter words that it, no, there's nothing else that it could be it's a single word that so is the how one much letter. could you get like so that? like i thought maybe that's what you have to do and and it's partially what you have to do right we give you enough letters to get started, but then you do have to do that for the rest. Like, if this were, uh, like, if I were going just that little bit more intense, uh, like, if I were going for more a puzzle hunt level and not trying to make it accessible, I would have given you absolutely nothing except the poster and just gone, yeah, look at that hyphenated one at the end. 
There aren't many words that that can be. Right. There's a hyphen. It's probably a number. There's yeah, a it's bunch the of the same letter twice. in there in a couple different places. Yeah. And honestly, if I didn't think it would have been a bad puzzle for a podcast experience, I probably would have assumed <laughs> that this had to be brute force start to finish and would have sat here for 40 minutes quietly j- uh, jotting letters down and then getting frustrated because I know, Kara, you were trying to figure out hat and we got to bat and hat uh, from different directions. So, I mean, there were a lot of red herrings in here to be had. Mm. I mean, was the biggest it? red herring was one that I gave myself, which is let's use the Google Doc find and replace method. This is going to be so convenient and easy. And I just immediately backed myself into the worst corner. And I already had, I have so many notes. On, like, if I'd done it on paper, my life would have been so much easier. But no, I can do this. Jay, was there ever any point in your translation of that that you went, this doesn't feel right. Like getting the word thumbless yes, or anything. That was the one word that really kind of threw me <laughs> off at first. I, I was dancing around it. I'm looking back at your uh, your art, making sure that I wrote the letters down correctly in my notepad. I'm like, oh. I have a T and an H and then like an L and a couple S's. What the heck could fit there in the middle? And uh, eventually just getting the rest of it, it, it had to be thumbless just through context. <laughs> yes, but it is odd. And it's the only B and it's the only U, which is very wild. Like there's, mm-hmm. the, they don't put the, the two weirdest letters in the word thumbless don't, there's no better clue for them anywhere else. So it does, it is a funny little kind of end point. But thumbless and, would have get, like confirmed it for me. If I had you been said doing that it properly, earlier on, I was so how, like, happy and trying not to express happiness <laughs> at how you described that symbol. Very good poker face. <laughs> I, like I just always, I, like I've done other like puzzle video games and there's always a thing with symbols. And the only way I can ever like remember or understand them is if I do that, if I'm like, all right, there's a little, you know, there's an A, but with a bow tie. Yes. There's like an absolutely. M if it was depressed, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. This is what I want people to do when I do weird pictures. So if so I had, had the good sense to do it the way, I mean, this is why I'm so glad that neither of us had to do this by ourselves <laughs> right no because we, we was combined there, there very much for ciphers sure. yeah jay had the the smart code breaking skills and mm. i thought that a line thing looked like a, a little a little hand but no thumb well i completely forgot combined. that we had those symbols to work with in the first place it wasn't mm. even that you know i didn't have them like visually descripted uh, for me well because you did such an awesome and weirdly on-brand job of describing them okay, and they're sitting you. right above my cipher on my screen i just forgot to look up and go oh <laughs> that probably connects to that <laughs> you know it's oh. it's actually really nice to be on to be doing like a little um you know rpg adventure that is specifically puzzle based because mm. so many of my rp experiences there are puzzles, but they don't always announce themselves as such. And so you get really, or I at least get really acclimated to the idea that like, well, this is just a situation. There isn't necessarily an answer that the GM has put in there for you, Mm. Um, which breaks you, or at least it breaks me of the mindset that like, I just have to figure out the brilliant thing. And so instead I just spend a lot of time looking at my inventory like i do that on the sh- on the on the reroll constantly i'm just like mm-hmm. okay i i'm not i have no smart ideas let me read my sheet for the 19th time like oh, what would macgyver I, do in this it's instance like, it's like the moment in community yeah. i throw my additional notes <laughs> yes <laughs> yes 
But it's true. We've talked about this before on on these like that puzzles in RPGs can be quite difficult because like this when we do an a, an escape room version. It is it is puzzle solving. There is yeah. an answer, and you're sifting through. You're looking at the clues to figure that out. Whereas and so almost often like in RPGs, the worst thing you can do playing is well, is try to figure out the alternate end around solutions because then it, poor Danny has to <laughs> improvise. <laughs> but also, like, Which like I notoriously, in, I'm not good at. In, in tabletop, you saw me when you talked about the pants. I had nothing. True. <laughs> But in tabletop role playing, you're not you're not puzzle solving. You're you're problem solving. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's an issue. I'm going to come up with a way to fix it. There's not the way. It's the way that I have my hand, like on what, what I've got in my inventory, what I can do. I'm going to come up with like an efficient solution. Like, so you're not looking for the the thing. It's just you're looking for a thing. And that's and usually that's often like, how do you problem solve getting through a door? You you kick the door down, or you make a new door, or yeah. you go somewhere else. How do you puzzle solve getting through a door? You find the secret thing that hidden mm-hmm. that will open the door. You know, and so it's like a different attitude, and and it can be often hard if you're expecting your players to shift from one to the other. So so often people are like I wrote a beautiful puzzle for my D and D game, and then the players mm. don't find it, or they don't interact with it, or they don't care because it's like that's not the game they're playing. They're playing problem solving, which is usually like in an escape room in real life. How do you assol- How do you escape from an escape room? Well, there's an emergency exit button next yeah. to the door. You hit that and they open it for you. You <laughs> get you out wave your hands seconds. in the camera and they let That's you out. That's problem solving. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, and so it's it's a different dynamic. So it is fun to be able to play in a in a puzzle focused one. So you actually mm-hmm. get to interact with that in a way that it's, it's often hard to make happen in a in a normal game. Yeah, but that's such a beautiful and elegant distinction: puzzle solving and problem solving. Yeah, it only took that. us five really years like to that. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say from the GM perspective, it's probably easier to make it a problem-solving thing because then you don't have to know that there is a solution. Mm. You can just <laughs> you throw, can throw your characters a into a situation, uh, you know, make up the environment as you see fit, and then just watch the little puppets dance. Yeah, um, yeah. but it's but some it's true. people work really and, well that way. And I think so often when you are like running a game or designing a game, that is a better way to go about it. You go, I'm going to come up with a couple of barriers, a couple of problems. I don't need to come up with the solutions for these i just need to mm-hmm. know from a like what is true in this universe perspective of here are what the problems are it's the player's job to come up with solutions they will come up with stuff i'm like oh that's so cool wasn't that great that that should work but like you know it's it's much worse if you as a game master are sitting there being like will they find my one solution that i came up with because you could they're never they're going to come up with their own stuff anyway so it's right. better to just have yeah. you do this when you're writing um your games i feel like when we're playing when you used to run yeah, absolutely. Us, you, you come up with a problem just... and then maybe you say, all right, if they try to solve it in a strengthy sort of way, maybe this is the sort of thing that could mm-hmm. go on if they, yeah, and you just, you can come up with potential paths and I'm, yeah, way too overorganized with that sort of stuff. I suck at improvising. I can't leave anything open. So I just try to come up with every possible solution they could come up with uh, and work with that. But yeah, the idea of in an RPG, never come up with one solution to a problem. Yeah, because it's it's not the same. People don't want yeah. that. People want to have. Fun. Oh, and they'll never find it in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Right. They're not going to come up. They're not going to find it. It's they're going to do some weird thing. They're going to look through the weird spell they have that you didn't notice. Oh, it's I... like you know, uh, my character can actually make all walls turn into living snakes. Ah, damn it! Well, we have <laughs> this no locked door, anymore. and I and I have this key shaped piece of metal. So what I'm going to do is put it through my knuckles, and I'm going to threaten the guard to kick it down. Yeah, yeah. Hold uh-huh. the key and use it as knuckle duster. <laughs> Oh, have you seen the, it's, I think it's a, I don't know if it's a Vine or a TikTok or a YouTube, it's a video, it's a short video mm. of a woman who I, who's a product tester, 
and she's watching on one screen and on the other screen there's just a shot of <gasps> yes! like this cup with a lid you know what i'm talking about i have seen this oh and no it's got, I've seen this. it's got like a circle hole and a triangle hole and like a weird like bridge shaped hole it's all these different holes and then okay let's pick up the the guys like let's pick up a square block where does that go and she's like in the square hole in the square hole good 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 they pick up the triangle block where does that go the triangle hole that's right in the square block and just turns to the side and puts it through the square block mm -hmm. and the square it turns hole out just every single one of them goes through the and you just watch her like devastated. lose her mind it's one of the most like elegant demonstrations of um you know no plan survives contact with the enemy <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, uh, I feel like I've seen variations on that theme in, in memes and stuff, but I don't think I've seen the original video. Yeah. I, I want to check oh, that out. That is fun. But yeah, Beautiful. so for this one, uh, the two big worries, I was worried that people wouldn't get on my wavelength enough. And in playtesting, it went fine in this way as well. The idea of using the screws to make a ding sound, wasn't sure if people would get that. You had no problem. I will but say then, you did so much better than I did because I spent quite a long. I went, I can't get into that room. Or I go down the other passage. I can't get into that room. Well, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I have no option. What are you talking about? Mission no, accomplished. I can't I mean, get into really either room. The... I'm stuck in the vent forever. Um, and Dan, Dan had to be like, it was a metallic ding. Also, like, oh, like if I drop the screw in. And the one thing that didn't come up with yours specifically that I needed to think about it, because I was like, well, the screw like hitting a wall isn't going to make a metallic ding. And I had to be reminded in the language that we were in a metal vent, like the vent itself was metal. That we mm -hmm. were in like a metal, and I was like, oh, if I drop the screw in here, mm -hmm. that might make the same sort of. But it, it took me much longer of just being like, yeah. what are you talking about? How dare you? There's nothing to do in this room. I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> but then my even well, bigger were... worry was that no one would end up on the same wavelength as me for deciding, all right, how are we going to get the pot out? Duh, flood the place until the, until the glass cracks. <laughs> I was worried that that just wasn't going to be a thing that would enter anyone's mind. Well, yeah, you no, Kara had that revealed right away. Uh, I mean, that wasn't me being like a genius or anything. God knows. That was, I mean, you described it so perfectly, right? You press the fire button, fire goes, then fire stops. But water doesn't stop. Huh, interesting. Why might it not stop? And then you said in that perfect, like, give us just enough information so it's not beating you over the head, but that, like, when later the solution is revealed, you can't go back and say there weren't clues because you did say, like, <laughs> you said that it, it goes so long that some of it starts to go into the vent. Mm. Like, that's... Yeah, I missed that in the description, so I'm really glad that you picked up on that, Kara. Again, I don't like having ideas. I like just <laughs> listening, observing, and waiting for the game to give itself away. That's perfect. But it's also, that's also like, we, we, we always talk about that, that that is uh, this audio medium's version of searching in an escape room. Yeah. Like that's its own skill in escape rooms is being able to search well. And now it's being able to listen catch out and the catch words the keywords. that words. are secretly important. Because things are always connected by keywords or little lines of description or throwaway bits. That's the searching when you can't physically like look through and in a real escape room, that's also a great skill. A lot of people are great at solving puzzles, but then they'll be like, oh, I checked that chair eight times. There's nothing on it. And then someone else walks up and says, what about this huge keys taped yeah, to the did bottom? Did you check under you the cushion? Fool. Like I, it's its own yeah. skill. And like, that's the same version. And, and you were very good in this at the audio searching and being like, oh, that's the same as this. Oh, that's good. I heard you say this water vent thing. I'll lock that away for later. Um, I'll add the screws to my inventory. Like that's a that's not a throwaway thing. That's part, and so it, it's mm -hmm. a good balance, and it's the same sort of skill set you need in a real escape room as well. I'm curious. Have you ever had any guests with um, aphantasia 
The yes. inability to fl- yeah, so what is that like? Bizarrely, huh. didn't really notice that much. No, I didn't They're really very good at hiding it. That, that doesn't surprise me, oddly. Like, they as have- someone who does not have it, the imagining having aphantasia it seems like it would be it's like the first time i met someone with synesthesia i was like oh my god what's that like they're like that it's normal yeah it's, it's just a funny one yeah it's just yeah i run so into that every like, time i explain being colorblind they're like what do you see i'm like the same thing as you but apparently worse yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's but they did uh one of one of them says a couple of friends of ours who have been on a couple of times uh with aphantasia one of them did say that what uh they noticed was more was more helpful was the last arc, which was basically set in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And they said, because they already have a visual oh, of that. Because they yeah. can tie it to an actual scene that they've seen. Mm. But also, like, I've always thought about this, that we just sort of, there's a thing that we do when we play these games that we don't actually need to do, which is we draw the room out and we look at how things are oriented in the space and we picture ourselves in that little map that we draw. Mm-hmm. You, you could very, very easily play this room and not draw anything and just write every time Danny says there's a new object, just write it down in a dot point list and then mm-hmm. go back through those and see what have I not looked at? I've got a dot point list. Like the, the map, for me, the, 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 the map. moving like through it. the physical space is, is kind of mostly almost it's just always, it's kind of superfluous. Like you could just be like, I know that in this room, I don't even care where they are. I've got a poster, a control panel, a briefcase. I write down a list of those objects and I look back at my list and I go to each of those in turn. Um, but we love, but it's fun to like be in yeah. the space. But like, like the amount of times it's like, well, I'm standing right there, so I guess I'll check the the phone. Yeah, it's you so said, easy to you check said the phone that. To you absolutely said side. that at the start when you were observing mm-hmm. items. You said, well, let's just go around in order. Yeah, like, but we'll go to the poster. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's it's <laughs> it takes exactly as much time to be like, I walk across the room and I check the pod as. Well, the briefcase is next to me, so I check that. There's no, there's no practical difference, but you feel it. You're like, I'm not walking yeah. all the way over there. <laughs> like, you're not really walking, but it, it's I'm, a big thing. Yeah. If I can briefly flex my, uh, my theater MFA, there, there's this whole idea that, like, in quote-unquote classical theater, you know, pretty much everything pre-modern, um, the reason that a lot of the language is so highly poetic and highly descriptive is because they didn't usually have much in the way of sets for a variety of reasons. Um, like, and part of the reason that's tough for us now is we don't have that practice, but like 400 years ago, those audiences had grown up understanding that you see with your ears. Mm. Ah, that's, like the I, I reason about it too Shakespeare much in that wrote like that, yeah, like the, the fact that they didn't have scenery was not an issue for them because they didn't need it. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, I that's one of those that. things that makes a lot of sense when somebody tells it to you, but I don't know that I would have ever put that two and two together uh, no, without yeah, the, the guidance. Yeah, exactly. yeah well, all you have to do is um, give a building $120,000. <laughs> and cry for three years, and you too could know these things. <laughs> ah, we all learned it now. We stole it from you, Kerr. We yeah, stole your I'm, knowledge for free. Because <laughs> I'm dismantling ah. the state. I'm yeah, dissolving capitalism. I'm here for it. Perfect. Information wants to be free. Uh, All right. Now, just to finish up storyline-wise with this book, did you see that that's where it was going, Billy? You I didn't know. I you didn't, didn't know, know the story. I didn't know. So I did the playtest, but I did. But we got to the outro, and Danny's like, and then the outro happens, mm. so that I could experience it at the same time as you. A mm-hmm. big 
new alien ship has landed, made of fiberglass, so presumably just well, shoot I, water fiberglass like material. We're just going to fire some water at this You know it's not fiberglass anymore because this, it destroys itself in water. This entire ship is just the aliens from Signs. We're just <laughs> going to totally spray some that. water. Yeah. I, I missed you. I, that's funny. The second we got outside of the room... Not your problem I anymore. Figured, I, well, I just... My, I, it was totally unconscious. I guess I st- after that whole spiel I just did about like I'm listening very closely, blah blah blah. I just stopped, I guess, because I did not hear you say fiberglass material. That's I don't so know if you did actually for the for the one that landed. I suppose no, I'm just assuming that it's going to be the same as the thing that was that uh, hit our pot. Yeah, I think no, maybe I was kind of in landed. the same boat. As as soon as I figure out that we were, you know, we're in the outro now. We have, we we don't have to be thinking anymore and problem solving. I'm like. All right, I'm gonna let Danny do through go through her spiel. Uh, this is the part where the ADHD kind of kicks in. I'm like, uh, I know words are coming, but I'm gonna pick out like every third one of them. And fiberglass was not one of the third words. No, I don't. I don't, I don't actually know if you described it as fiberglass. I wouldn't I'm just have because it's, it's not fiberglass. fiberglass. It's something that you initially thought might have been fiberglass, <laughs> but then when it destroyed itself in water, you figured, okay, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, but I'm saying hey, this is that, tearing us apart. I'm assuming this alien ship that has landed is made of the same stuff. And that's why well, that got, is a reasonable assumption. So we think we just spray it with a hose and we're done. That's the next room. Just find a hose. Aliens destroyed. Uh, I mean, we I have a hose. It. We have a water tank. Yeah, what's going to solve Not anymore. The mothership landed on top of it. That oh, that's gone. right. I it's thought probably it already in a different part it's of the, the bear car park, which for some reason was less bear than I thought it was. Um, I do <laughs> like that. I didn't expect there to be other aliens. I really thought the last room was going to be like, now we fly into space to try and get home and something happens yeah. on the way. But, uh, there's no no better twist than an alien invasion, especially when you have specifically been yes. set up to think the alien invasion is not really a thing because mm. you're a nice alien. I do love it. Like, wouldn't oh, it have been great. wild if halfway through E.T. it turns into Mars Attacks? Well, it would be fun. That, I... That's the re-roll of E.T. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, that's shockingly accurate. <laughs> At almost exactly the halfway point, it becomes Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Perfect. We were just listening to uh, some friends of ours have a show called Cancelled Movie Report, and they oh, were doing they were a little thing based on the ET two, two little spec, spec kind of idea, like a write up oh. for a sequel to ET, and it is just like. New yes. ETs arrive. Oh, but they're bad ETs. Oh, they're gonna get you. And it's just very funny. Uh, ET the new batch. Yeah, it very much feels that way. These albino uh, car- carnivorous ETs, and they oh, they're gonna eat some animals to show you how mean they are. And they're gonna <laughs> capture some kids, and it's gonna be and it's very weird. They're all looking for ET, and it's like ET went home. It's like no, he didn't. Oh, he got to be somewhere here. It's it was very fun. Um, oh but yeah, maybe like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited. I mean, I have no idea what the last room is going to be like. <laughs> uh, I guess we have to fight some aliens. But I'm 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 very excited to see how. Yeah, look at that uh, poker face. Right? Jeez, he won't say anything. Here, let's let's make me. nothing. Let's stare it's at Danny and make some suggestions. The aliens can't. Uh, it's oh, it just turns into um, a, a rival. And it's just a linguistic puzzle the entire time. It's just <laughs> oh a, my God. one long linguistics puzzle like about aliens. Three-dimensional substitution cipher, yeah. Is that it? Is that it? <sighs> ah, we'll never know. See, I think this is such a cool format for how to run this show. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, but, but I don't get to do part... F- I, oh, no. No, you'll have to just <laughs> listen along like everybody else. No! I feel like we won. Our reward should be to continue on. It's like a game show, right? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you stay on until you fail the room, then we kick you off and get someone oh new. Exactly. Winner plays no, on. I think that's, it's a really cool format. I love it. This, I, I feel like it means that you get to feel more connected to the other people in your arc. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm very no. excited to listen. Good you point. are yeah, Daniel Mullins. Yeah, we're emotionally oh invested now. Uh, one, well, look, we should, we, can, we should probably leave it there. Yeah, Jay, you got business to attend to. But it was very <laughs> fun to have do, the yeah. two of you on. Uh, you did very well getting uh, through the room. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like somehow we haven't talked about much, but it feels like it's been a long time coming somehow. Mm, true. It feels like this I, has just made sense. So I'm, I'm glad that you've, you've made it on. Uh, I'm so glad that you reached out, yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that Jay invited me. Mm, yeah, good It's all pick. worked out very well. Uh, before we head off, uh, for people who wanted to find more of what you're doing, uh, where would you like to send them? Jay, do you want to go first to just say where people can find you online and things that you're doing? Yeah, sure can. So there's a couple key ways to find me. First and foremost, uh, like I mentioned uh, in the earlier episode, uh, I stream on Twitch five nights a week. That's twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage and i cannot stress enough how much courage is spelled with the letter k uh, <laughs> otherwise you will not find me the joke i have is uh courage is spelled with a k because copyright is spelled with a c <laughs> um oh. but the other the other primary way that you can interact with uh my my work in the trivia world is through a project i started at the beginning of the year called the world trivia federation it's an online uh, asynchronous league, so you don't have to log in at a particular time. Uh, ah. Quizzes are all optional. They just kind of work through Google Forms at the moment. Uh, and I give access to that through my Patreon uh, for you know $2 a month or more at patreon.com slash liquid courage. Uh, no underscore, still a K. Excellent. Wonderful. And there'll be links to those in the show notes. Uh, and uh, Kara, where can people find the stuff that you're doing? Uh, yeah, so I'm also on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash oh, hey, it's Kara, Kara being K-A-R-A. Um, I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. My God, you're Eastern. crazy too. I mean, I'm on, I, I got to make that paper. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Um, but yeah, it's a really, I, I'm so jealous that Jay can explain their show being like, yeah, I do trivia. And everyone's like, oh, I get what that is. And people are like, Kara, <laughs> what's your show? I'm like, man, I, it's just, we hang around. I, sometimes I play games, but it doesn't really, it's just, we just got a lot of like queer people talking at once and it's a nice time. Just come on by. It's nice. I was say, that fits into our show's demographics, a ridiculously <laughs> huge amount. Perfect. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at OMG, it's Kara. Twitter at oh hey it's Kara, but I guess Twitter's on fire now. <laughs> and yeah, um, this will be this episode will be out in a couple of weeks. Let's see where where it's gone then. Yeah. Uh, and if people are interested, I just finished uh, post production on a short film called Ooh. Vibrator Girl, uh, which <laughs> hopefully we'll be making some festival appearances soon. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at Vibrator Girl Film. Hell yeah! Wonderful. All right. And for people who want to help support this show, uh, I mean, first of all, like, tell a friend. Go leave a review. Tell a friend. Uh, go tell people who you don't know. And just be like, just go into random places on the internet and say, hey, everyone, go listen to this show. That's how you do it. This is called viral marketing. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also support the show by signing up for the Patreon. Uh, anybody at any level can appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms. 
Yeah, so thank you so much, Carolyn Hardman and Todd Gelden, Patreon donors who are in this room. Yes. Yeah. Um, Alien, sci-fi, loving, maybe government agents. Maybe they're just doing their own thing. Maybe just gas-loving creeps. Yep. Uh, <laughs> With weird blood stuff and no pants. Yeah, weird <laughs> blood creeps. Uh, also, for our $5 donors, there's a whole bunch of extra audio fun. You can listen to, to all the playtests for the rooms that we do. You can listen to our other series of Two Minute Mysteries, where we try and solve uh, Donald J. Sobel Two Minute Mysteries, uh, and it's very weird and wild. And the, I mean, the current law is that it's impossible to touch a sheriff if you're if you're guilt if you're innocent so the way to test people for guilt is to make them it's a whole big thing you've got to listen to the show it's weird <laughs> we've just started recently for donors at any level you can get involved in i've got an interactive fiction uh being posted page by page where you get to vote on what choices the character makes yes so that's fun for all of our patrons as well there are badges for ten dollar donors uh and a whole bunch of other fun stuff so go and check that out if you can uh you also go and check out uh solve this murder as well our second show where we solve murder mysteries the latest one will have finished up recently so you can listen to the whole thing in its entirety uh where i uh take on the role of the crime scene criminal witnesses and danny plays detective and tries to solve a murder mystery so go and check that out uh and uh that's it go go do all those things and uh then have a rest listen to all of our listen to everything we've made then just have a quick rest uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, Kara and Jay, for coming on. Thank you playing. so much. Thank you, Danny, for running thank the you. Yeah, so much. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.